Hi, welcome. It's Brittany Bratton, your host to Brittany's Quest to Confidence. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode about how to increase your confidence. So this is a podcast about fitness, nutrition, and mindset. I'm an LA-based personal trainer, nutritionist, and online coach. I'm helping women discover their most confident fit selves. My bikini confidence program is all online where I give you a step-by-step guide telling you exactly what to do to get the body of your dreams. I will also walk you through the process and be there every step of the way. So right now, I'm offering a free coaching call for anyone that leaves a review on my podcast, so please take this opportunity to get on my calendar and book your call today. I'll leave a link in the show notes, and I look forward to chatting with you. So one of my girls asked me to talk about stubborn belly fat and how to get rid of it. So Jeanette, I hope you're listening. This podcast is for you. Um... So I kind of threw some of the main pillars of what to do if you are trying to reduce your belly fat. And then I will go into a little more detail on how to accomplish this. So the number one thing that you ladies want to do is be in a calorie deficit. So I've spoken about calorie deficits before, but I'll give you a brief outline of what that means. So We all have a basal metabolic rate, which is what our body burns at rest. So that means if we lay in bed all day long, we might burn up to, let's say 13, 14, 1500 calories, depending on our size. So then we walk around, we do exercise, we, you know, so we burn more calories than our basal metabolic rate. So whatever you're gonna burn throughout the day, that is how many calories you would have to consume to maintain your weight. So you want to reduce about, well, you want to reduce that number to be in a calorie deficit, which means you're in a negative energy balance, which means each day you're in a negative energy balance that your body has to take from your tissues to sustain the the functions just to go on. Let's say you're in a 500 calorie deficit. So we'll just use my my numbers for example. So my maintenance calories are fi- are 2000 because my basal metabolic rate is about 1500, but I exercise, I walk 5 miles a day, I move around a lot. So yeah, so 2000 calories is what I would have to eat to maintain my weight. So if I eat at 1500 calories, I'm at a -500 deficit. So if you calculate 500 times seven, that's how many days are in a week, that's 3,500. That's how many calories is in a pound. So if I eat 1,500 calories a day, then I should lose one pound a week. The number one way to lose stubborn belly fat is to be in a calorie deficit and to reduce fat all over your body because you cannot spot reduce. So if you wanna lose belly fat, You can't just pick your belly, that's where you want the fat to come from. It's gonna come from your arms, it's gonna come from your legs, it's gonna come from your entire body, and it's probably gonna come from your lower belly very, very last. I mean, not very, very last, but I mean, it really depends on your genetics on where the fat is gonna come from first, but you know, women tend to store a little bit of extra fat in their belly and in their legs and on their thighs and hips and 
you know, all these wonderful places so that we can carry babies, they say. And, um, yeah, so you want to be in a calorie deficit to reduce your, your body fat. There, there really is no other way. Honestly, you can't even lose fat if you just exercise all the time and don't focus on your diet. I mean, it is possible. There are people that do it. But in order to make progress on losing body fat and changing your body composition, if you are just exercising and weight training and not really paying attention to your diet, you are missing a huge, huge piece. And this is the most important piece. So what I like to do with my clients is Yes, I give them a fitness routine, I give them step goals, I give them lots of different things to do, but the number one thing to make progress is going to be focus on your diet, stick to your diet, and be patient, and to do this every day for a while. So, you know, our body fluctuates in weight a lot, so we might be losing weight, but the scale is staying the same because we're on our period, because we had a bunch of um, carbs and we're holding on to a little bit more water maybe we're stressed and we're holding on to water so we might be dieting losing fat but retaining water and the scales looking the same so after a week or two you're dieting you're working hard you're not making progress you get frustrated and you want to give up well that's when I say dig deep keep going stick to your deficit keep going trust the process and you will make progress so I wish I had like some magic trick to tell you, um, but really it's, it, it comes down to a lot of different factors, but that's the number one. So that's why I wanted to start with that. The number one, the number two thing that you should be doing is making sure you're getting adequate sleep each night. Now, why is this so important? Because if you don't get the adequate sleep, your hormones are not going to be, like we have this hunger hormone called ghrelin. If you don't get enough sleep in the night, your hunger hormone, ghrelin, is increased. So you are more hungry. So that's why I would tell my girls, if it comes down to it and you only have time for cardio or sleep, choose sleep. Because it's going to have a better impact on you. And sleep is more important than getting your cardio in for the day. So prioritize your sleep. Make sure you're getting at least seven hours. Um, if you have a hard time winding down I would want to know are you consuming caffeine late in the day are you meditating or do you know how to diaphragm have these deep diaphragm breaths to calm down your body are you looking at blue light late in the day are you setting up your environment so that it's dark and cold and setting it setting yourself up for a perfect night's sleep are you managing your stress? Stress is another huge thing when it comes to, to fat loss. You know, we got to manage our stress as well as we can because that is another thing that can throw our hormones off, make us more hungry, make us emotionally eat. So really practice meditation, practice yoga, practice things to calm your body down, calm your mind. Try to control your mind and not let your mind control you. So this is huge. And this is something that I've been working on diligently. I mean, every day I'm trying to fight this battle of meditating or not to meditate. So, 
you know, it's tough. It's not easy. It's it's something that you have to practice. Your mind is like a muscle, like the rest of your muscles. You have to work it. And the more you work it, the better you will get. The better you'll get it not having all these crazy, you know, let's say, let's say you first start meditating and you've never done it before. It's so hard, they say. Yeah, it is hard. It, it, it's hard because we're not used to doing it. We've never done this before. It's it's hard to to be calm and to not have thoughts and to to sit there and focus. Like we're so stimulated all the time. It it is very challenging and I do agree with you, but you know, the research shows it changes your brain. It helps you reduce your stress. It helps you be more present. I mean, it's a game changer. Like if you're not meditating, you're missing you're missing it. Like you've got to start doing this. Um so besides calorie deficit and managing your sleep and managing your stress, the next important thing would be weight training. So I push weight training over every other type of exercise. Why? Because it is the most beneficial for changing your body composition. Now, one, you will build muscle and that is going to raise your metabolism because the more muscle you have on your body, the higher your, your metabolism has to be to sustain that muscle. So get into the gym or you can work out at home. I have a free workout guide that I give to anyone that wants it. Um, it's a full body, four days, four days, two upper body, two lower body. You don't need any equipment at all. I mean, dumbbells are ideal if you have those, but really you don't need anything else. And if you don't have dumbbells, you can just use some heavy stuff in your house. Like, I don't know, like Tide or something. Um, so yeah, so strength training workouts, which are going to build muscle, um, they're also going to give your body this nice shape. So if you want to build round glutes, you want to have nice shoulders, you want to, you know, have toned legs, you need to weight train. And plus, um, you know, that there are other exercises that are good, but it's just this is the the best for your to, to build muscle. And, you know, building muscle makes your bones strong. Over Once we turn 30, our bone density goes down if we're not you know, working towards keeping our bones strong. So it's really, really, really healthy, and it's a good idea to get into the habit of weight training um, to save your bones, save your muscles, and and just, yeah, be overall healthier. Um, And to lose that stubborn belly fat. That's what we're talking about, right? (laughs) So... Okay, and last on the list, now very last on the list, is cardio. Now, why is this last? Well, it is important, but it's really not, it's not necessary. If your diet is is on point, and your sleep, and your stress, and your, um, your weight training, you don't have to do cardio to lose weight. Now, does cardio help lose weight? Yeah, sure. If you've done everything else, if you've done your weight training, you've, yeah, adding steps is going to burn a little more calories. And overall, like, you know, if you do 10,000 steps a day, that's another like 33,500 calories in a week. So you could burn an extra pound a week by doing 10,000 steps a day. So you could burn up to two pounds a week with my Bikini Confidence program if you do everything. Um adequately and your and your body is you know 
everything is working as it should. Your hormones are not thrown off or something like that. So yeah, cardio, cardio works too, but that's the very last thing on the list. So make sure everything else is prioritized before you worry about cardio. So now I know this is kind of general, so I want to give a little more a little more detail on how what you should do um, in terms of your diet, in terms of what to avoid, um, how much cardio you should do, and things like that. So the first thing I want to start with is you know try to have at least 25 grams of soluble fiber in your diet. So fiber helps you feel full, so you eat less naturally. So you want to have volume food. So what does that mean? Well, think about eating like a big salad with all veggies like tomato, onion, cucumber, all this stuff in it. It's very, very low calorie. Let's say, um, or you could have like a, a brownie. So think about the, the big salad with all the veggies um, and then the brownie. Well, the the salad is going to make you feel more full because it's going to take up more space in your belly. So this is, you know, kind of the idea and of having voluminous food because you you we do have sensors in our bellies where when they when we get a lot of food in our belly the sensors are like okay they send a signal like okay I got I'm, I have enough food in my belly. Well, you know the, those sensors are never going to go off if you're eating the wrong foods. And um, that's why, you know, it's not easy to lose weight. It's really not. Like, there's there's people out there like, oh, yeah, it's so easy. Like, do this, do that. It's not easy. Like, maybe if you need to lose uh, 100 pounds and maybe the first 20 is easy. But, you know, it's not easy. It's freaking hard work. And there's really no trick. I, if you want to lose weight sustainably, you want to keep the weight off. And that's the trick. Now, it's it's a lot easier to lose weight and then gain it right back. Like you could do some kind of like some starvation diet or some juice cleanse and, and drop five pounds just like that. But it's dropping five pounds on the scale doesn't mean you dropped five pounds. It means that there's less water in your body. And as soon as you drink or have some, some food, you're going to gain it right back. So I'm talking about sustainable fat loss like your body's actually changing you are looking leaner it's not this bullshit like uh, you know all this other ways to lose weight I mean the way that I teach people to lose weight is based on science it's based on you know math calculations it's it this is like the real this is like this is proven methods of losing weight it's not these bullshit um methods so it's it's sustainable so yeah you want to have soluble fiber which is vegetables fruit avocado whole grains so you can you can download my fitness pal it's a free fitness tracking app and there is a paid version but you don't need it it's not necessary so just download my fitness pal start tracking everything that you eat and weigh the food as well it might sound overwhelming at first but you really only need to weigh your proteins, your fats, like your fruit and your veggies. You don't really need to weigh them because you can, once you do it once, you kind of know like, okay, this is 100 grams of broccoli. You put in one apple, you don't have to weigh that. Um, 
you know, if you eat anything with a label, you just scan the label. So you're not going to be weighing everything. But yeah, you need to you need to know your macros. You need to know how much protein you're consuming, how much fiber, how much carbs, how much fat, how much. I mean, and this is what I do with my clients and I do all this work for you. So if that sounds very overwhelming to you, I will ask you, "Hey, what do you like to eat? What kind of protein do you like to eat? What kind of carbs? What kind of fruit? What kind of veggies? What kind of fats do you like? What kind of nuts? What kind of what do you have to have in your diet that you can't take out?" Uh, and I will build you something that you absolutely love. And if you don't absolutely love it, we'll change it until you absolutely love it. And I'll give you lots of options too. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, pre-workout, post-workout, different meal plans for different days. So I will do all this work for you and then I will continue to change it and, and to make sure that you're happy and that you're fulfilled and that you're you know, everything is going in the right direction. So that is what I do for my clients. That is one thing I do for them. So if this all sounds overwhelming, I got your back. Just let me know. I will help you out. Okay, so fiber in your diet, 25 grams at least a day. The next thing that you absolutely have to avoid, and I shouldn't even have to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways, trans fats. Okay, trans fats are the worst thing for you. Don't eat them. I mean, unless it's a special occasion. I mean, I love my pastries, so, you know, there's a time and a place for trans fats. But if you're trying to lose stubborn belly fat, trans fats are created by pumping hydrogen into unsaturated fats, such as soybean oil. They are linked to inflammation, heart disease, insulin resistance, and abdominal fat gain. So these are... So trans fats in your food, you can find them in baked goods, such as cakes, cookies, and pies, shortening, microwave popcorn, frozen pizzas, refrigerated dough, such as biscuits and rolls, fried foods, including french fries, donuts, and fried chicken, non-dairy coffee creamer, and stick margarine. Now, I eat popcorn every day, microwave popcorn, but I get the jolly time or the smart pop and that is does not have any trans fat so it really this isn't like a like oh all trans fats are in these foods but those are the types of foods that you can find trans fats in so just be aware of that and try to avoid those if you're trying to reduce your belly fat so another tip for you is to have a high protein diet Now, everyone knows I love protein. I eat a lot of it. Um, So it's very common that people are not getting enough protein. So that is the biggest thing I see with my girls that join my program is they're like, oh, my gosh, I was not getting enough protein. So, yeah, you want to try to get at least 25 grams each meal. And this is if you're having five meals a day. So that's three snacks and two meals. So, um Eating a high-protein diet, it decreases your appetite, it promotes fullness, and if you're weight training, it helps you build muscle, and also if you're losing fat, it helps you retain the muscle that you have. So when we're losing body fat, or when we're, yeah, when we're losing weight, we're losing fat and muscle. So if we have lots of protein, our body will hold on to um, the, the, the muscle a little bit more than if we don't have any protein at all. So 
you want to have a high protein diet. This helps you with these body composition goals. So another thing is, you know, you can increase your activity. They do recommend that you do 150 minutes a week of cardiovascular um, exercise. So like cardio, walking, running, whatever you like. Now, I always walk because I love to walk and running is super hard. I mean, I'll, every once in a while I get in the mood to, to run a little bit, but honestly, I do what I love, and I love to I love to walk, I love to bike, I love to rollerblade. Um, so those are the, the ways I try to get my cardio in because if I am enjoying what I'm doing, of course I will do it more often. So, you know, running, because sometimes it's like hurts your body, and um, I mean, it's good to push yourself every once in a while, but, you know, we're, we're doing this, car- I mean, I'm doing cardio for at least 60 minutes a day, so... I want to do something that's easy on my body. I can do every single day. And uh, yeah, so increase your activity. So when it comes to carbs, you don't want to, you don't have to stay away from carbs, but you definitely want to limit how much you have. And you definitely want to make sure you're leaning more towards complex carbs, like peas, beans, whole grains, and vegetables versus refined carbs or simple carbohydrates, including sugars, refined refined, whoa, refined grains that have been stripped of all their brand fiber and nutrients, which includes white bread, pizza dough, pasta, pastries, white flour, white rice, sweet desserts, and breakfast cereals. So those are things that you want to, like, those are simple carbs that you want to stay away from, and complex carbs are better for you and um yeah and and complex carbs also include potatoes sweet potatoes um i didn't mention that so but when it comes to simple carbs the ones that you want to stay away from the white bread the pizza dough pasta pastries white flour white rice sweet desserts and breakfast cereals there is a time that you can have them so post-workout post-workout your meal you can have simple carbs and that is because your body has no glycogen because you just used it all in the gym and it is a good time if you want to have simple carbs to have it right after your workout so um, if you if you like cereal if you like white rice like for example I eat white rice every day after my workout I love white rice um, and that is a good time to have it is post-workout. So there are some, sometimes you can have these simple carbs, but most of the time you want to stay away from them. Um, another thing that you want to stay away from if you want to reduce your belly fat is alcohol and sweetened beverages, including soda, punch, sweet tea, juices, and alcoholic mixers. This should be a no-brainer, honestly. Um, if... You know, I kind of have a rule that I will not drink my calories. And this is because, you know, there's so much food out there that is so good that I don't want to waste calories on drinking some drink, especially when there is zero calorie alternatives. Like you can have diet soda, you can have unsweetened tea with stevia if you want it sweet. You can, you know, there's never a time for soda with real sugar, punch, sweet tea, juices. No, don't ever. No, if you're going to have a juice, like 
like an orange juice or an apple juice, like you're just drinking sugar. Just if you want that, just have the actual fruit. So have an orange, have apple, but don't have apple juice or orange juice. It's there's really no reason to have these. Um, it's just drinking sugar. It's a lot of calories. It's not good for you. Um, stay away from all drinks with calories if you want to reduce your belly fat. And also, drinking alcohol does affect how you the how your body burns fat. Not only does it affect how your body oxidizes fat, but it also messes up your sleep, which is going to make you more hungry. And, you know, we talked about sleep already and how important that is. Then the next day, you're going to be super sluggish. You're not going to want to work out. You're not going to want to do your cardio. You're not going to, it's going to throw you off. So if, if you drink alcohol all the time, I challenge you to try 30 days, just start with 30 days, no alcohol, and see how you do. Now, you're not going to have some dramatic effect on your belly off after 30 days. It just doesn't work like that. It takes time, patience, consistency to really see your body changing. But, you know, I'll tell you guys something personal. So, I drank for most of my life. I mean, yeah, like, well, at this point... It was, yeah, it was a long time. I drank for a long time on the weekends. And when I was even younger, I I was drinking more weekends and during the week. But I decided one time that I was going to do this diet. And uh, this was years and years ago. And I was like, they said no alcohol. And I was like, all right, sure, no alcohol for 30 days. Well, I'll be honest with you. I never had drank without, I never went 30 days without drinking alcohol. Once I started drinking when I was young, I never went 30 days. So I was like, at first, I didn't really know what I was going to be doing because, you know, usually Saturday I would drink with my friend. Well, Friday I would be tired from work. So Saturday I would go out with my friends, I would drink, and then Sunday I would recover, and then Monday I would start back at work. So... I was like, all right, I'll try this diet. I'm not sure what I'm going to do on Saturday, but, you know, I'll figure something out. So anyways, I did 30 days. And at first I was like a little bit bored, but then I went paddle boarding. I went hiking. I I found all these new things to do. And, um, you know, that was the beginning of me not drinking. And I actually quit drinking this January. It will be three years. So if you have never went a time without drinking I mean maybe you have but if you're trying to change your body and you want to lose your belly fat I challenge you to stop drinking until you get to your goals and um, yeah it's gonna be hard you know you're gonna get a lot of pushback especially from your friends that drink with you people that expect you to drink and um, but you know I challenge you to do it and to take that opportunity for your health and for your life to see what it's like and I promise you you might never go back (laughs) especially after well I don't want to get too into it but you know it's like there's a time and a place for it but it depends on your health and your fitness and and how uh how into it you are if you really really want to lose that lower belly fat then I would urge you to stop drinking Okay, I'm sorry I said that like a hundred times, but I'm just very passionate now. I like, I, 
Drinking used to be such a huge part of my life, and now I'm like, I can never imagine being like that person who I was in the past. Um, and I am proud, honestly. Like, it was, I'm proud to not drink and to, to live like a healthy lifestyle. Um, especially, you know, my family has been has been um, affected from alcoholism and it's something that's very like that has uh, touched me in that way so um, so yeah if, if you're someone that you know ever wants to talk about that or anything like maybe you have someone in your family or you have someone close to you and uh, you need someone to talk to feel free to reach out to me um, I, w I would love to support you in that way as well so Anyways, moving on to the next thing. Track your macros and exercise. So I urge you to start tracking your macros. If it's very overwhelming and you need help, then hire a coach, whether it's me or someone else. This is the way to get to your fat loss goals. Tracking your macros, getting down your diet. It is really not that hard. I avoided it like the plague for the longest time. I knew, I knew that like for years I needed to do this, but I was like, I can't do that. It's way too overwhelming. I'm not going to track my macros, measure everything. I don't know what to do. I don't know how much protein, blah, 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 blah. Excuse, excuse, excuse. It's not hard. Yeah, the first week you're going to be like, oh my gosh, so overwhelmed. <laughs> Just warning you. But it's really not hard. It's really not. And then you get results. You get one pound a week, two pounds if you do the cardio. So it is the method. This is the key, you guys. Trust me. Stop searching the internet for the quickest way, the, um, the newest fad diet, the, the fat loss pill. Trust me, anything you buy from GNC or any of these supplement stores is not going to help you. I guarantee if you don't focus on your diet, you will not get results. I don't care what you take. Now, maybe there's something out there, but it's not sold at those supplement stores. I'll tell you that. So if you want to change your body, you take the, take the initiative to figure out your macros, to figure it out, and to keep trying until you get it right. Now, it took me years and years. I will tell you that. It took me two years of tracking my macros to get it down to a science, to get exactly the results I wanted. And you can check out my transformation photos on my Instagram page at Brittany's Quest. Um, I lost 15 pounds in 12 weeks once I had the method down. And, you know, now I am basically going through phases of building muscle and then cutting fat. So now I've been doing that for about two and a half years. I'm either gaining muscle or I'm losing fat. I'm never, well, during quarantine I was maintenance because I had no gym and I wanted to eat a lot. So I was like, I'm going to be at maintenance and I'm just going to maintain my body. I, I'm not going to, you know, but now I have the gym back. Thank you. Dave Fisher's powerhouse. I'm so grateful to be at that gym. Um, but yes, so so yeah, now my body fluctuates. I'm gaining muscle, losing fat, gaining muscle, losing fat. And I go through these stages as about four or five, well, I'd say three or four months. I do one and then I do the other, the one, then the other. It's incredible because 
my body is changing. I'm gaining so much muscle that since I started weight training two and a half years ago, I've put on 20 pounds. 20 pounds. Oh my God. It's hard to even tell people how much I weigh. But, um, but yeah, I'm actually leaner. I look leaner at one, well, I'm 146 right now. And I look leaner than when I was 130. So I look smaller. My waist is smaller. My legs may be a tad bigger. Um, but I look smaller. Uh, my glutes bigger for sure. It is true. Muscle weighs more than fat. You know, if you're if you got the process down and you you don't have to technically be losing scale weight to change your body. Um, but if you want to lose that belly fat, then yeah, you got to be in a deficit and you can't be building muscle while you are trying to lose belly fat. So that's enough for today. I feel like I'm rambling a bit. Um, I do want to just say again that if anyone wants a free coaching call, leave me a review. I will be happy to offer you a free coaching call. Also, if you have a topic that you want like Jeanette, please let me know, um, send me a DM, send me an email, get in touch with me. I'm happy to do a podcast to help you. So if there's something that you want to know about, let me know. I will be so stoked to hear what you guys are struggling with and how I can help you. Um, this has been an amazing podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And um, yeah, well, I'll, I'm going to be trying to do these more consistent so I will be back soon. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome day. Um, yeah, yeah. Keep, you know, smile and the world will smile with you, girls. So keep your head up. Keep working hard. Take care. Bye.